Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello. We're live. How y'all What's doing going today? On, Welcome. Everyone. How you doing? This is Bill Murphy. We are doing what's called the mixed bag right here on the Super Review Show. Whoops, we're, uh, the feedback's coming through. All righty. Hello, everyone. How are y'all doing tonight? This is Bill Murphy. Let me reintroduce him. How are you doing tonight, Bill? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Just fine. Just dandy. So tonight, huh? yeah, just fine and dandy. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight is going to be a crazy crazy filled night um for us here on mixed bag we are doing our top 10 it's gonna be a long night our top 10 artists of all time that we love and adore our top 10 favorite artists of all time oh this God one bless is us going, this one is going to be this one is going to be a tough one like making this list jt I almost freaking had a heart attack making this list. It was that. It was that. I know. It was a tough one. It was a tough it one. Because here's really the thing difficult. with me with um, music artists. Yes, go ahead. It's like my list changes day to day. Oh, yeah. No. My, mine kind of stays the same for the most part, but it has changed over time quite a bit. It like really depends on what mood I'm in to listen to, if you know what I mean. I completely agree. It all depends on what we like at the moment, and our likes obviously change. So, Bill, why don't we? Why don't you start us off? Well, why don't you start us off first with your honorable mentions um, um, on the Superview Show's mixed bag here? Your honorable mentions of artists that you like, and and tell us why. Going live early. Whoops, sorry about that. Okay, huge honorable mentions and. Okay, I'm going to get some flack for this, but here we go. Kind of scared. One of my first honorable mentions is Dropkick Murphys. Really? Yeah. Really? Honor what I didn't even I didn't even think of that. That's actually a really good really good one though to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, my honorable mention is Dropkick Murphys. And you know, it's I love shipping up to Boston. Oh, I'm shipping off the wall. Oh, so, and also, um, like that is one of those songs I could listen to the intro and just be satisfied. But anyway, and it's one of those bands that get me pumped every St. Patrick's Day to listen to. Um, my oh, yeah, is Adele. Really? I think she just has a really nice voice. Okay. And I think she just has a lot of talent. I remember like when she first became a thing, I listened to her and I'm thinking, wow, this woman has a fr- the freaking voice of an angel. And her voice is very good. I have a friend of mine who um who likes Adele more than Beyonce. Um that's a fair point. You know, we all and he our- said like Beyonce has to. Beyonce has to have a show with dancers and pyrotechnics. No offense to any Beyonce fans out there. Yeah. Um, well, Adele just has to open her mouth. Uh-huh. That's and, true. Yeah. Okay. My next one is Food Fighters. 
You know what? I'm going to get to that in a little bit, but go on. <laughs> okay. For those of you who have listened to our previous, any of our previous shows. Yes. Everyone knows I'm not the biggest fan of Nirvana. Yes. Okay. I think they're overrated. You're telling me. But I think after Nirvana's demise, and then, you know, when Dave Grohl, like, I know Dave Grohl is also a super nice dude, too. Um, Dave Grohl, it's funny. I, I got to let you, I got to let you just chime in for one second. Uh, plug for my aunt who might actually watch this one day. She knows Dave Grohl. <laughs> awesome. I know. We're going. This is now turning into an ASMR video. But anyway, um, no, I just, <laughs> I love the song My Hero. I love the song Everlong. Oh, great song. I love Long Road to Ruins. Great song. Yeah. Okay, next one. You're going to kill me for having this one being in an honorable mention. The Beach Boys. Oh, you broke my heart. <laughs> no, no, I really yeah, do love the Beach Boys. Oh, God. But yeah, I love the Beach Boys. Pet Sounds is one of my favorite albums. Um, I think Brian Wilson is an absolute genius. Fact. And just letting you know, there's a video on YouTube called Why Brian Wilson is a Genius. Check out this guy's channel. He's really great. His name's Jeffrey Stillwell. Plug, he's a big beach watcher. Go on. Okay. And I think they are just, I think they're like the American equivalent to the Beatles. Like getting back to Pet Sounds for a second. Yeah. Did you know that is actually Paul McCartney's favorite album? Of all time? And yet, what's his favorite song of all time? God Only Knows. That's right. How'd you know? He actually... He actually got all the copies for all his children for Christmas. And he said, you will not know good music until you listen to this album. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. So, the Beatles, I think it was more, even though, I think it was more like healthy competition than just flat out, than hatred of each other because... Paul McCartney and Brian Wilson did respect each other. Yeah, I mean, we can go into a whole thing about the two of them. But again, I reckon, I really, if you want a plug for this channel, if you want to get into any Beach Boys, Beatles related stuff, there's a YouTube channel. I'll leave a link for the, the channel in the description of this video. This guy's really great. Okay, my next one is Ed Sheeran. Really? I really like Ed Sheeran. I do too, but I didn't expect you to put him like that. High of a even in honorable. Well, this is in no particular order for honorable mentions. This is no particular order. Um, uh, okay. Um, Ed Sheeran. Um, I really like Photograph. I really like Castle on the Hill. My favorite song by him, I think it's actually a very underrated one. It's called Galloway Girl. That's very good. I like that one too. Yeah. My next one is The Temptations. Oh, we're getting classic. Holy shit. Oh, I love them. They're great. My favorite song, contrary to popular belief, many people would probably say, what is it? Um, My Girl? My favorite one is actually Ain't Too Proud to Beg. That's so a pretty... That's don't a pretty leave good. me, girl. That song. I think that was just the really start of R&B and just a real staple of Motown. I, man, I got to update my honorable mentions, because you're killing me right now. <laughs> and my last honorable mention, Is what? Sorry, I missed it. Maroon 5. Really? 
damn. Yeah, I. Well, let, let me tell you, I have a mixed group. Like, I like Maroon Five. I do too. I mean, they're, they're um, and miss Maroon, but I like them. I saw them. But you know, I kind of I like their like I don't think their newer stuff is bad. Like, I think it's okay, but I kind of like their earlier stuff better. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I kind of like the yeah, unpopular opinion. I know we did that a while ago, but unpopular opinion. I think early Maroon Five is better than now Maroon Five, but I don't think now Maroon Five is awful. No, it's not awful. It's I do just... like. I do like maps. You know, following the map that leads to you. That song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. Um, I think Sugar's okay. Sugar's pretty good. But yeah, those are my. Those are my honorable mentions, JT. Over to you, my friend. Oh, boy, 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 oh, boy. God, you left me to do this by myself. You just, like, slayed me. Are you kidding me? Oh, all right. I salute you. Oh, my God, you're killing me. Check the chat board while we're at it. Uh, we have some chat border friends. Yeah, I'm checking it right now. Uh, shout out to our good, to my good friend, Mark Halpern, a.k.a. Old Ops Guy. I just want to <laughs> read some of these before we go on. I think. Sure, go ahead. Cranberries, baby. Adele is okay, not a Beyonce fan. Smells Like Teen Spirit is one of the favorite, it's one of the best songs. That's your opinion, Mark. <laughs> my wife loves the Foo Fighters. Mark Halpern. Oh, this is adorable. Foo Fighters. Charlotte, who is his um his daughter, I think she's five or six. Mark, let me know five or six. Um, Charlotte says anything in Frozen, and Troy says Elmo. El- Troy is his one-year-old son. That's adorable. That is absolutely adorable. Oh my god. Uh, well, I'm just trying to think. I got a lot. Hold on. Uh, that's nice to have. Um, that's awesome. Sorry, I'm, just, I'm, I'm oh, you're, you really, damn you, you damn it, Bill, you really got me good, like with like the different groups and stuff. You really got me. Okay, she's six. His daughter, Charlotte's six. Okay, now I can sleep tonight. I can sleep tonight. All right, good. Uh, All right, JT, over to you. I really got you. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, let's see what we can do here. All right, I'm actually gonna uh, before I get to my list, my honorable mentions, which I, this is making these lists were hard to do. Now, for the honorable mentions, you're not gonna see my list per se, but I did have to add one or two because you did mention a few to me. But now, anyone who knows me for any period of time, I primarily talk about I don't really talk about pop music that much. So when you said Adele and Ed Sheeran, I was like, okay, I like them. Do I listen to them on a daily basis? No. Do I like them a lot? Do I like some of their stuff? Yes. I will say, though, that you did drop uh, honorable mentions to honorable mentions here. Ed Sheeran was great. I, I do like, I really think um, Lady Gaga is actually very talented. Oh, yeah. I put her as an honorable mention, too. I'm putting that, too. I, lo- I really, How could I forget Lady Gaga? Shallow uh, is very good. No, eh, I think it's okay. Yeah, whatever. But like, uh, Maroon 5, you know, whatever. But these are my actual honorable mentions, all right? Bear with me, everyone. Brace yourselves. Here Brace we go. For impact. In no particular order, the temptations, because you just remind me. I didn't even think of that, but you reminded me of that. And I was like, wait a second. Huh. The temptations. Look. 
people also I just have to say something too. You may think that this is crazy. These bands were developed. These Motown groups were developed in the '60s. They are still around today, and if you can catch them on tour, get on the get on the bandwagon and see them. I, in fact, the Temptations and another group I'm about to mention are touring together. Their tour got rescheduled to 2021, and they're coming nearby. I might see them. I don't know yet, but that's the Temptations and the Four Tops. Bill, it's like I upstage you here, huh? I'm trying to upstage you. I don't know. All right, uh, four tops. Sh- uh, sh- I can't help myself. Sugar pie, honey bunch. Uh, like, reach baby out for me. Yeah, baby, I need your love. All these classic. So, really, an- another thing about, sa- about songs back then. Songs back then were so differently structured than they are today. So, so many people were like heavily on the computers back then. You want to get into really good, solid, just good quality sounds. Temptations, Four Tops, the Frankie Valley, the Four Seasons, the Beach Boys, '60s Motown really had a lot of stuff going for them. The, um, the Isley Brothers, you know, stuff like that. Just to name a few. It's a lot there. All right, it's on the list, and you're gonna think I'm crazy, but as an honorable mention because of songwriting significance, mainly Simon and Garfunkel. Really, I thought they would be on the list. No, no. I see. I've had a list in my head for like my whole life, and I'm just kind of sticking with that list. We're gonna get to there. Um, my, but yeah, Simon and Garfunkel is an honorable mention. I love Paul Simon's solo work as well as Art Garfunkel. You know, when they were together, it was priceless. It was absolutely amazing. This might shock a lot of you, but it, it, it really might. ACDC. Really? I thought that was gonna be on the list. I know. I uh, you really. I listen. ACDC is an iconic, all-time behemoth band that will forever go down as one of the best live acts ever. I haven't seen them, but I, I've seen footage of them play. Holy shit, they are nuts. They are nuts. I tell you, nuts. Uh, again, this is everyone. This is in no particular. Hey, everyone. How y'all doing tonight? We're glad to see you. Just, just keep it on the chat board for me. Um, Joe Wiley is listening. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Um, all right. I know, I'm not sure what you're going to say about this, but Coldplay. Oh, shit. I got to put them. I may have to put them somewhere on my list somewhere. Oh, God. I, see how hard this is for us, guys? We're going nuts out here. All right, Coldplay. I really like Coldplay. No, I love Coldplay, too. I, I totally forgot about them. I, I was just putting up, like, what do I, and, and it's funny, autocorrect does Coldplay now. It's, so if you type cold and then P, it'll autocorrect to Coldplay, which is pretty funny. Uh, all right. The, making this honorable mentions list was tough. Wow. Um, it, it's going to bite a lot of people in the ass, but Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? Oh, boy. I know. Like, honorable mention, though. This is just honorable mentions. Greats of the greats. The creme de We're la creme. We're not the main list here, folks. No, and when we get to the main list too, I'll have I'll have screen stuff pop up. Tom Payne and the Heartbreakers. This is gonna surprise and piss off so many people, but Metallica. Metallica. I love Metallica, but that they I was introduced to them later on in life, and they did not hit me the way my list, the way that my current list did. So I'm just letting you all know Metallica is an honorable mention. Bill, I don't know if you're you're quiet over there. I don't wonder what's going on. I'm not the hugest. I'm not the hugest Metallica fan, but it's all good. 
They but they are without a doubt, and I I I they're very very a solid band and a really great song collection of collection of songs. All right, this this next one might surprise some of you. Again, these are in no particular order. Everyone, Chicago. Mm. I know you don't care. <laughs> they're not awful. Like I think they're okay. Saturday in the park. My favorite Chicago song is probably a hard to say. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a great song. I can play on the piano too. Um, I gotta play it for you one day. Uh, it's Chicago. I, they were if you leave me now and stuff like that. It's great. I really like them because I played them and they're really good stuff. All right, now now we're getting to the more like popular stuff, I guess. But uh, the Foo Fighters, honorable mention. I know. It feels like, God damn it, what did I do wrong here? <laughs> God, you have a lot on this. Folks, these are just the honorable mentions. These are just the honorable mentions. Um, all right, I'm, I'm going to keep us going too longer. All right, Pearl Jam. I love Pearl Jam so much. I love them a lot. I think that Eddie Vedder is a very, very incredible spokesperson for a band. I think his vocals are fantastic. The five band members have been together this whole time. It's gone on. Um I'm gonna throw one more honorable mention in there, just off the top of my head. REM, I'm gonna put it in there. Um, and then, last but not least, for my honorable mention is Green Day. You would think it would be on the list, but I it's not. So <laughs> nice try. JT, so, you surprise me every day. I <laughs> I try to, Bill. I try to. All right, how's the chat for you? Oh, thunderstruck, wasted easy. Preach, Mark. Preach. All preach, right, brother. Preach. Thunderstruck. All right. Bill, what is your 10th favorite artist of all time? Okay, guys, I am sorry, but we have a bit of a cop out here. Oh, God. What is I it? have a tie, if that's okay. Boo, shame! No, I'm kidding. You're fine. You're fine. You're okay, fine. because I was thinking about this, because when you mentioned this band, I'm thinking, damn, I should have put them on my list because they are one of my favorite bands. Who was it? My number 10 is a tie between... Nickelback. Okay. I know. Let the hate begin. Shame. <laughs> and Coldplay. Really? Okay. Let's do this for a second. Okay. So, okay. Do people want to kill me yet? Um. Okay. Nickelback. You've, I, you've heard me say this before. I actually don't think Nickelback is that bad of a band. But I, I, I don't hate them. Like, I, I, I don't know why so many... I think they're one of those bands that I think is overrated to hate. They just... Okay. Because, yeah, I do agree. A lot of their songs do sound the same, but I really love my... Some of my favorite songs is um, This Is How You Remind Me. I'm, you know, this is how you remind me. Um, I think my other favorite songs is, um, let's see, um, from them is When We Stand Together. And what's the and um my favorite song by them is Lullaby. But um yeah, I really do like Nickelback. Unpopular opinion, come at me, bro. Okay, my other one, Coldplay. I really stuck it there because I didn't know where else to put them because I would have to screw up my whole list. Um Coldplay. Good. Um, I think Chris Martin is a great songwriter. My favorite song is um i really like paradise oh that's a great song um clocks is pretty good 
Clocks is good, actually. I really like Yellow. But my favorite Coldplay song is Fix You. Really? That is like one of my favorite songs, Fix You. Really? No way. Are you serious? Yeah, I love Fix You. Nice. Okay, JT, over to you. What's your number 10? All right, my number 10 as I pull it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> All right, don't kill me, everyone, but I'm gonna, we're going to be sharing the screen a lot tonight. My number 10 is Bon Jovi. Really? They're that low on the list. They're number 10. But the fact that they made the list is even crazier, to be honest. I love this band, despite what's going on with it now, because they had... Uh, what is it? Uh, all right, so listen. I saw them on the this, this has. I actually really got into Bon Jovi after the most recent album came out, and then I went back into their history and all that stuff. But um, he, I also, I'm a big fan of John Bon Jovi and his um, philanthropy as well. He was a uh, oh, he's a great dude. He's a great, fantastic dude. He 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 has these rest. I've gone on this before, but his restaurants in New Jersey. I've been to one of them. And you said the food was really good there. The food was really good. Uh, he and he's such a he's really I love. I also he's just a great guy, and his band has been going on for so long since like the eighties and stuff, like eighty three or eighty four. You know, they're just and the, plus they're 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 from New Jersey, and they're I, I love it. I love their stuff. Obviously, their earlier hits and their all that stuff. Like they're living if you can look at living on a party who says you can't go home. Um, these uh they just I, I just I have a deep affinity for these guys. These guys are great, they're they're awesome. I, I really do love them. They're band, I like a lot their their best album, in my opinion, is actually I'm gonna go okay, I'm gonna go two things. Their best old album is Slippery When Wet. Okay. Okay. Their best new album is to me the best new album is either this house is not for sale or 2020 that was just released uh i'm not sure which one which one would be better in your opinion but i will say that like this well i'm reserving my judgment now because i have them a little higher on my list so oh here we go all right i'll leave that open for you all right anyway so that number 10 for me is bon jovi number 10 for bill cold play bill what is your number nine favorite artist of all time? My number nine? I have a soft spot for this band because I saw them in concert. They were actually my very first concert. I know what it is. <laughs> Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I knew it. I just really, yeah, it kind of has like that more Coldplay-ish feel, but I really do like them. Um, Who doesn't like Radioactive? I love the beat drop. The, I'm waking up. I'm feeling in my bones. Love that. I just, I love um. It's time. They're very good. It's a just. I just think they're a really fun band. I think they can get a little too AC at times, a little too adult contemporary. But yeah. other than that, I think I really like. I really do like them. Um, my other favorite. I think my favorite song by them, I would have to say it's either, okay, I got a few, like I said, I like Radioactive, I like It's Time. Um, um, 
one that I actually don't think is one I think is a little underrated. It's one of their first songs. It's called Tiptoe. Um, okay. I really like Whatever It Takes. That's a great song. Thunder. Oh, Thunder. Love that one. And my but my favorite song by them, I think, is Top of the On Top of the World. Really? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Imagine Dragons, one of my favorites. And like I said, since I saw them, since they were my first concert, I will always have a special place in them for my heart. In my they, heart. They are very good. I mean I do. And I, I'm looking at this right now with nothing left to say. It's actually kind of funny because that's actually what they close the show with. Nothing left to say because there's nothing left to say. There's nothing left to say. It's the end of the show. Oh, and by the way, it says that Dan Reynolds of of, um, of uh, Imagine Dragons says, Arcade Fire, Nirvana, Muse, The Beatles, Paul Simon, Coldplay, Linkin Park, Harry Nielsen, and you too are some of their influences. How funny is that? Yeah, I can see that because you you can see they have one of their cold one of their uh, Coldplay. It has that kind of Coldplay type sound. Yeah, definitely. I didn't see the list. I didn't see the list. I didn't see the list. Take it away. I didn't see it. Didn't see it. You're good. You're good. I, I had to check. I'm sorry. Okay. You're number nine. My number nine. Not that. Sorry. Ah! I didn't see it. Don't no, look. Here we go. Ha ha. Yes. I thought I knew this was going to be on your list. How'd you know? How'd you know? Yeah. You know why? Because this was my first concert I ever went to. God, it's like number nine to both our first concerts. I know, right? And I saw them in 2009 at Nassau. You've seen them a few times after that, haven't you? No, I, I haven't seen them since. I want to see them again before they retire, though. So, um, yeah, I love, love Kiss. Love me some Kiss, guys. Um, listen, they, listen, I've, li I've listened, not read, I've, li I've watched, sorry, I've listened to Paul Stanley's audio book and it is very cool. Wait, give me uh, one second, please. Yeah, sure. Was, yeah, good. It was very cool. I loved that listening to this audio book. I have to say this because um, they had, they, oh, excuse me, um, their musical style was such outlandish for the time. It was so unique and so original. And the ones that came out of 1975's Alive, you know, and they did, they, they became such an influence on many other bands, such as Poison, Motley Crue was influenced by, by Kiss. All these other bands, their, their show theatrics would be known for ever, because a Kiss show would always be a Kiss show. They put on the one, they put on, if you, Rolling Stone magazine was asked, asked the readers, what's the best shows to go see? And Kiss made the top 10 at number, at number 10. Kiss was the 10th best show of all time to go see. And honestly, I can agree with that. I can also agree with all the other ones as well. Um, but like, this is, 
this is a band that I love. Despite all the drama, there's been a lot of drama and all this stuff in Kiss over the time. They've had different drummers and all this stuff. And I obviously don't, uh, uh, don't care. I, I don't care. They, they always have a special place in my heart. Not because they were the first show that I ever saw, but they were the first ever band that I ever got, got into. I got into the Destroyer album. I got into rock and roll um uh rock and roll over i've gotten into all these different things and i've gotten i like you gotta understand i loved i really do love this band quite a bit uh it might be shocking but it's it's true they they're they're one they have a very special place to my heart and gene simmons posted uh, everything's about it. everything about it is fantastic so and they've always toured. They've always, I don't know. I, I just, I love them a lot. So what's your favorite uh, they, Kiss song? Oh, fuck. <laughs> to, me, to, to me, it comes out of two different songs by Kiss. Uh, uh, Detroit Rock City. Or, That's actually my favorite. Really? Okay. No. Uh, Detroit Rock City. Or, and, one, and one you may not have heard of. But it was a huge hit in like 1987. It was called Crazy Crazy Nights. It's so fun. It's just a fun, catchy rock song. Oh, and they're known for the makeup, if you can't tell. Like there's Paul Stanley, there's uh, Gene Simmons, Ace Freely, uh, Peter Chris, Eric Carr had the Fox, and Vinnie Vincent had the and the Anchor Warrior. And this is these two don't have to happen anymore because by 1983 those were done. But uh, yeah. Fun fact: Did you know Eric Carr actually died the same day Freddie Mercury did? I was just about to say that. Actually, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, Freddie Mercury died back. the same day as Eric Carr, which is crazy. I, I it's hard to believe, but it's true. Um. Anyways, excuse me. So here we go. All right. So this is my number. This is my number nine. I said right. Yeah. This is my number nine. nine. What's your all right? All right moving to eight. Okay. I am going to get so much shit for putting them so low on the list. But my number eight is Pink Floyd. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Why are you so shocked? I don't. I hate Pink Floyd. Shame, shame. Now I can see that they're they're an. I will admit I like them, but they're an acquired taste. Like here's the. I love. Um, my uncle is a huge Pink Floyd fan, and I remember when I was kids, like, "Hey, you gotta listen to this." And right. and and it's funny how most people get their music taste from their parents. I got. Because with Pink Floyd, my parents were never really into Pink Floyd. Yeah. And um, the first song I listened to was Wish You Were Here. Yeah. And um, what's that song? Um, Us and Them. Um, I think Roger Waters, and I, Roger Waters, I think, is really good. Um, even though I do think as a person he can be a bit of a dick, but that's another conversation. Um, <laughs> I think the lyrics are just really mesmerizing. I think the melodies are just great. Um, 
the wall. We did a whole rock, rock talk episode of that. That's right. Plug for that. We definitely did one of that. Um, that's probably my favorite album by them. Like, who doesn't know another brick in the wall? Everyone knows another brick in the wall. Everyone knows that song. And I will say, I do like Pink Floyd, but I will say that's one of those bands I have to be in the mood to listen to. You know what I mean? I, I just, my thing with Pink Floyd is that I never truly, like, I just didn't get into them, I guess you could say. I really didn't. I really, no offense to anyone who likes Pink Floyd, which there's obviously a lot of people who like Pink Floyd. Yeah. I just, it's, it's, it's just boring to me. Like it's a psychedelic, like acid. Let me just get high and drink this music. I mean, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> it's music that you would music that you would smoke a joint to. Yeah, and I really and I don't I don't smoke. I tell you the truth on camera. I just don't. And uh, my my advice on that one, I'm, I'm going to say. Under the advice of counsel. What? Hold on, I knocked my mic out by mistake. You're good. I just think that this is like... I, if I've ever smoked, I'll just say this. Under the under the advice of counsel, I am not going to say anything. Um, <laughs> Alright. But anyway... Um, but yeah, um, Roger... Listen, I think the I think the wall is a really good album. I think you know, I really do I I can see why you don't like them. It's like I said, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. It's like it's, it's I just don't like them. I'm not just saying that because I don't I'm not saying like I don't like them because, you know, they're look, I acknowledge I will acknowledge, however, that they are one of the best selling groups of all time, that they are one of the most influential people groups of all time i'm not denying that i'm just saying for me personally i could not like comfortably numb oh that's Ugh. your favorite song by them come on I, I i'm just i'm sorry i just time money dog oh god i don't i don't know i just you have to admit the guitar solo in comfortably numb by david gilmore is like one of the best it is. It is. I, I do acknowledge that. But there's just so much like I don't know. There's so much of like just not it's just I find it boring frankly. A lot. Of, and I don't, I don't know what's what. I've never gotten into Pink Floyd nor do I care to. That's my unpopular opinion. Sucks. It sucks. Fight me. Kill me. Whatever you want to do. But like that's I yeah, it's so like they're one of the most commercially successful and bands of all time. Even talking about them is putting you, even talking about Pink Floyd is putting you to sleep. I know, right? It's killing me. But I was like, they were ranked at number four, the one of the best bands to go see live. I really didn't know that. I'm rolling some, I gotta pull, I th- remind me at the end to pull it up for you. So that's your number eight, you said? That is my number eight. What's your number eight, my friend? Okay. Hold on, I got it. Don't look. Don't look at the camera. Keep talking. I got to go use All right. Good. Go I'm ready. I'll, I'll talk first. You want me to go first? You want me to? Okay. Uh, you're at number eight. Um, I'm in the bathroom, so go talk. All right. My, my number eight is something that uh, is some, 
is a group that Bill brought up before, ladies and gentlemen. Bill brought this up before, and I'm going to bring them up again because this is my – I saw them live, and they were one of the most fun shows I've ever seen in my life. So fun for 78-year-old men. But this is The Beach Boys. Ladies and germs, The Beach Boys – yeah. Go on. Bill, we heard you flush. It's okay. Sorry. My, my bathroom is like right near where I record shit, so. Okay. Convenience. We're live on YouTube. It's okay. All right. Go on. So my number, what were we, number to seven or eight? We're at eight. All right. The number eight for me is the Beach Boys. Um, they have, yeah, yes, they're considered to be an oldies act. They tend to be like an older generational people, but their music has, their music has like progressed so many generations. Like it stands the test of time. So much of it stands the test of time. It's insane. How, and they, look, they all started off with like, uh, they started off with, uh, like 60s surf, pop and rock. Then they took over the world. Surfing Safari, Surfing USA, Surfer Girl, Little Do Scoop. All great songs and great albums, if I might add. But uh, I will say this. Another one is and the, the, uh, the British Invasion helped them out. I didn't really help them out. But, uh, and then they did Pet Sounds, which is a completely different thing. Uh, Bill, I mean, I, you, Bill and I talked about Pet Sounds before, but honestly, it is one of the best albums of all time ever, in my opinion, ever. It's like Burt Bacharach meets Ronnie Spector, in my opinion. If you know what I'm talking about, good for you. Uh, Bill, anyway, so my number seven is the Peach Boys. What's your numbers? Uh, uh, seven or eight, sorry. We were at eight. Okay, my number eight is the Beach Boys. What's your number eight? My number eight? I mean, no, yeah. we did number eight. You mean my number seven? Uh, this, this is seven. Then. This is my number seven. What's Bill's number seven? My Bill's number seven is, get this, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I really love... Um, I love Fleetwood Mac, too. I love Stevie Nicks. She's great. I think she is super talented. Um, I really, My favorite songs are, you know, Mick Fleetwood is awesome. Um, Christine McVeigh. My favorite songs, I really like that song, The Chain of Never Break the Chain. Break. Yeah, um, I like Go Who Doesn't Like Go Your Own Way. You Rihanna. can still get Rihanna is awesome. Um, I think my favorite one is, of course, Landslide. Oh, that's a great song. Um, it's a very bittersweet song, though. It may, it's one of those songs you listen to and sit and reflect on your life. Yeah, they, they the thing with Fleetwood Mac is I saw them too. Oh, you did? Back in 29, March of 2019, actually. So jealous. I know you're jealous. I saw, I sat behind the stage, but they, they had a backdrop up, so I was like looking directly at Stevie Nicks, and then Stevie Nicks did wave at me. I was like, hi, Stevie. So that's pretty funny. Oh, it's good for her age. I'll say that. Yes, she does. It was very cool. And I was seeing them. Like, my, I think my favorite Fleetwood Mac song by them is um, "Don't Stop." Okay, don't 
Yeah, no, they're very great. Oh my god. And also, fun fact, Don't Stop was actually Bill Clinton's campaign song for his 1992 presidential campaign. Really? These are facts. That's insane. This has been Random Facts with Bill. Random Facts with Bill. Random Facts with Bill. But um anyway, um Yeah, but uh, I really love Fleetwood Mac. I think they're awesome. Um, I actually have rumors on vinyl. You bastard. I'm, I'm looking for that vinyl. I'm, I'm looking for it. You hate me now, don't you? Hey, you bet. I, I have all these. I literally got the Joshua Tree the other day. And I was like, yes! And then I was like, crap, I don't have rumors yet. Yeah, okay. If you're going to come to my house and rummage through my shit, though, I ask one request. Please wear a mask. Okay. Well, then. But, uh, any, no, I don't mind you rummaging through my shit. Just, just wear your damn mask. <laughs> Come rummaging right. through my shit all you want. Just wear a damn mask. Um, but anyway, no, I like. Yeah, they were like, and I think they're sort of groundbreaking in a way because they're one of the bands that have a female vocalist. Yeah. She's yeah, great. Um, she, she, she sung landslide too when I saw her. When I saw them. Yeah. So she waved to you, and you're like, oh my god. Stevie Nicks waved to me. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Okay. I saw them in Albany. Yeah, really. I, I like wanted to go see them so bad, but tickets were like an arm and a leg. Where did you want to see them? Uh, I, was, I wanted to see them either at all in Albany or at the Garden. Uh, I saw them in Albany, and I, I might have paid like $150 for both tickets. You bastard! <laughs> and you know, better yet, worse yet, why didn't you invite me? <laughs> me! You son of a bitch, why didn't you invite me? Hey, 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 listen, listen. I didn't know you wanted to see them up until well, like... You just sent me a nice text and hey, I'm going to see if we go back in. That's all you had to do. Yeah, but... um. I, 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 I'm sorry. They're still going to tour. It was, it was like Mick Fleetwood did this giant drum solo with a bongo. It was great. But anyways. Why did you ask me? <laughs> I'm going to hold this over his head for a while, folks. I might not. I don't know. See what kind of mood I'm in. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, that is... I love Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, they... What, what did I see him on? I saw him on the... Um, this tour right here, the evening with Fleetwood Mac tour. Uh, it was a great show. It, I'm sure it was. Sorry. Okay, what's your number seven? I already did it. It was the Beach Boys. No, wait, that was your number eight. We're on number oh, seven. wait. Oh, no. Okay, don't look. Lost in translation, folks. Lost. Okay. Did you stop sharing the screen, man? I'm sharing the screen because I don't want... Don't worry about it. All right, ready? Ready. Number seven, The Who. Who? Who? What? Where? When? I want to form a cover band of oh. The Who called The What. The What? That'd be great. That's going to be with my Yes cover band. No. <laughs> we should form a Yes and Who cover band. So not... Was it not... Was it... Not no, I don't know whatever. Not what? <laughs> we'll make it. Not what? The yes, <laughs> that'd be great. 
Who wants to see that? Sound off in the con in, in the chat board. Who wants to see the, that chat see a yes and who cover band called not what? All right. Anyways, I saw the who in 2019. Around this time, around September last year. And it was great. Um, they had the symphonic orchestra. Excuse me, everyone. It was great. Um, they had a they had a, the one of the best bands I've ever seen live. I swear. However, he didn't smash the instruments though. Uh, P. Townsend did not smash his guitar. He hasn't done that for a long time apparently. Um, but it was great. I loved. Um, I really love this um, this band so much, and they the way that. You, the four of them together, Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey, uh, John Entwistle, and what's his face? Um, Keith Moon. The four of them together were like, you, you like peas in a pot. They just locked in and played. It was, uh, at the time, uh, it was the best. So a friend of mine, he saw The Who at Madison Square Garden in 1978. So he got to see all four members of The Who. Nice. My friend's dad, actually, yeah. You got to see all four members of the Who do their thing, like Tommy Quadrophenia. Come on, guys! How how much better can you get? It's the best. It's it's like amazing. So so uh, yeah, but this is my um, this is my uh, my number. Was it seven? And we're on seven? seven. We're at number seven. This is my number seven pick. I love um, I love this band. And I love the music that Pete Townsend was the best guitar playing guitar players ever. He's a fantastic guitar player. He uh, he's he's a fan like an unbelievable guitarist. Um, Pete Townsend. I love him. He's fantastic guitarist. Listen, stuff like won't get fooled again. Behind Blue Eyes, Bob O'Reilly, My Generation. Classic, classic songs. So. That is your number seven. That's my number seven. A passionate Who fan over here. Great show. Great band. I thought it was, listen, like Bon Jovi, Beach Boys, and The Who. I thought they were going to be higher up on the list, in all honesty. Oh, no. Oh, you're you're going to be shocked, my guy. All right, what's okay. your number seven? My number, okay, my number six is... My number six, sorry. Ah, is yeah. a band you mentioned earlier, Bon Jovi. Really? Okay, let's go back to that. I really just love, you know, like, I'm going to be repeating some of your same points. I think John Bon Jovi is just a great guy. He really is. Um, his, I think his music is just so energetic, just pumps you up. Um, my favorite songs who doesn't like living on a prayer but um my i do agree with you the old best old album is slippery when wet slippery when wet but the more modern-ish album i like the circle oh yeah that's good too and i like crush crush is very good i love i think my two favorite bon jovi songs you give love a bad name and I really love It's My Life. It's my life. I just, 
And like I said, I and um, this I really want to see Bon Jovi in concert. Like that is like one of my desperate. I really want to see them. Yeah, he 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 was great live. I mean, when I saw him in 2018, uh, it was it was fantastic. I mean, he he it was just great. I mean, really, it really was. And there was a concert I wanted to see him this year. Before, I wanted to see him this year. He was touring with um, what's his face, Brian Adams. Brian Adams, yep. Thanks, COVID. Um, <laughs> Thanks. That's true, though. Yeah, I really wanted to see them. Yeah, Brian. But, uh, Brian Adams. Yeah, that's kind of a weird mix, though. Bon Jovi and Brian Adams. What do you think? I saw Billy Idol and Brian Adams. That's even a weirder mix. Yeah. Billy Idol was the first one, and then Brian Adams came on and swept, swept the night. Yeah, but I think they are a, I think they are a standard, really good '80s band. So that's yeah. why I love Bon Jovi. Yeah, they're great. Uh, I when I went down to the restaurant, the restaurant's right by Sayreville, New Jersey. It's in Red Bank, New Jersey. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. It's pretty funny. All right, what's your uh, number six, my friend? My number six. If don't kill me, don't look at me. All right, all right. Did you see? You hope you didn't see. No, I didn't see. I didn't see. All right, all right. you want to go first or no? Because I, gotta... I just did my number six. I did my number six. It's your number six now. Okay, hold on. Do 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 and on that note, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. We miss you. Yes. Uh, sorry, I just got a notification about something. Bill, I got to talk to you after the show, okay? Is everything okay? We're going remote. What do you mean we're going remote? I'll tell you later. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll talk to you, okay? Anyways, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah! Can't get no brown satisfaction. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Big Jagger, love that guy. The Rolling Stones. How the fuck do you not have the Rolling Stones on your top five list? Suck it. You're on number six. All right, I know. He's number six. Uh, am I right? All right. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. You're good, yeah. Sorry, I'm just checking. The Rolling Stones are no, my number six on my list. I saw these guys back on in 2019, last year, right before COVID hit. And holy God, I just hit after hit after hit after hit after deep cut after fantastic. One of the best bands of all time. Ever, in my opinion. One of the best bands ever, in my opinion. One of the best bands ever, in my opinion. They're fantastic. Everything. And look, people think they started in 1963. Their number, their highest chart hit was in 1989 with like mixed emotions. And then after that, they didn't really do it as well in the 90s. But hey, come on. Actually, let me fact, fact check. But yeah, Bill, the Rolling Stones are one of my favorite bands of all time. You saw them um, at MetLife, right? 
I saw them at MetLife Stadium, and they were awesome. I you know who love- was also at that show? Our very good friend, Matt Hemsley. I know. I was at the same show as me. I didn't even realize he was there. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's not joining us today. Um, he had a um, he had a he had to go help his sister with something, but he's here in our thoughts. Uh, yes. Uh, where was it? Uh, uh, they were just a, a ph- phenomenal tour. They were. Uh, so that show, you keep saying that show was absolutely amazing, right? It was mind blowing. Uh, it was just. Honestly, they have like they they rocked the house. All right, they and, this, and they, they talked a lot though, which I didn't mind. I did not mind that they talked. I'm checking something out really quick. I'm gonna check something. They did not. They they did talk a lot. It's so good to be here in New Jersey. We love to be here. Yeah, it was great. Um, Mick Jagger is just a real. He's a savage. I remember um, two things. Um, one was the concert for New York City, the benefit concert they did after 9-11. Yeah. And I remember one thing he said, if there's any lesson you learn from this, you don't fuck with New York, all right? Yeah, that's right. And, and then um, they did also at the Garden, like 11 years later, they did a benefit concert for Hurricane Sandy. Oh, that's right. I remember that. And they said, thank you. Maybe next time it rains in London, you can give us a you can give us a hand. <laughs> I love them; they're great. So, all right, you, you go first. Your number, five. You number five, right? Top five. Here we go. Okay, my number five: The Killers. Really? Yeah, I. I've all, I've been getting into them recently, like over the past couple of years. I love, like, who doesn't like the Killers? Who doesn't like? Um, somebody told me, you know, somebody told me you have a boyfriend. All these things I've done. Um, They're actually really like a lot. And like, and of course, even though this isn't my favorite Killer song, I'll tell you what it is in a second. But Mr. Brightside, which. I love that song. If you've gone to any college house party, nine times out of set ten, that song will be playing. Oh yeah, it, yeah. I that is like the official college party song. But I love Mr. Bro- but my favorite song by them is got to be um, when you were young. Oh, that, that's a great that song. song. When you were young, that song. I yeah, that's a. I think Brandon Flowers is just amazing. I think um, the guitar work is great. It's really got like that post-grunge 2000 sound. And I know people don't really like 2000s music, but I think the Killers are one of the rare exceptions. One of those bands I would absolutely kill to go see in concert. There... You know what? They postponed their tour at Madison Square Garden. They postponed it to next year. Yeah, I heard. Again, thanks, COVID. (laughs) But yeah, the Killers, awesome. Would you want want to go to see them? Yes, if I have the money. (laughs) Fair point. Do you want to go? Do you want to go see? What kind of question is that? Uh, We'll talk later. 
Are we on five, right? Yeah, we're on number five. We will talk later. All right. Drum roll, please, Bill. Number five. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. They are... The listen, Billy Joel said this at one point. He said, "The best band that ever was, the best band that ever will be." Four guys came from Liverpool, England, and shocked the world with how great their music is, influencing thousands upon hundreds of thousands. Of artists, you can listen to a Beatles song today and be influenced by them. It, it's amazing. You can there all, all like Dave Grohl. We talked about before. Says all we need is all people need is a, uh, if they want to learn music, a guitar book and a Beatles songbook. A guitar and a Beatles songbook. That's all you need Absolutely. to learn music. Because the Beatles are one of the most. They're just uh, the four guys four guys that just swarmed popularity swooped women's hearts and made them it was made into superstars and became like the i don't know it's just like what a time period to live in and hear about these musical people i can see that Bill, you want to go off on a second? Like, like I know it's my pick, but you want to go off on it for a second? I, I know you well, like. Well, I have them a little higher on my list, so I'm gonna keep my. Um, so I want to save my thoughts for then, if that's okay. But I agree with you. I agree with you. Everything you said, I agree with you. Just because I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not being productive. It's just that I have them a little higher on my list, and I don't want to. When we get there, I don't want to repeat what I've said. All right, sounds good. Oh, there's so many honorable mentions that are popping through my head right now. Anyways, the Beatles are my number five all-time greatest artists. They got four guys who were legendary pe people. And they, your favorite Beatles solo-wise? McCartney, no questions asked. I'll answer. I'm going to answer that question when we get to where I am, and just remind me that question, please. Favorite solo Beatle? Yeah, please remind me when we All get right. there. All right. All right. All right. Go ahead, Bill. What's your number five? Okay, number four. No, number four, sorry. My number four is Sir Elton John. Oh my God, we might. Okay. Sir Elton John! Elton John! He's just. Reginald Kenneth Dwight. I think he is just absolutely amazing. He can sing, he can play the guitar, guitar piano. Yeah, the he can guitar. play the piano. I think. You know what I meant. I meant piano. I know. He is just. I love your song. I love Daniel. I love Crocodile Rock. My favorite Elton John song, though, is I'm Still Standing. Oh, I'm Still Standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's actually funny? Um, I saw him in concert, and so did you. Yes. We, we were actually at the exact same show. 
I know, conveniently. You know what? Did I did I ever tell you the story about what happened in that show at the Elton John um um that Elton John show? Yeah, that didn't you see Mike Michael Stipe was there or something? I'll get to that in one second. Yeah, that's true. But I will say this: I was in the background and uh, I was in the VIP lounge and I met the band. I met Elton, I met Elton John's band. Nigel Olsen, I met the guitarist, I met the percussion, John Mayhorn. And I was like, wow, shit, I actually got to meet the band. Holy shit, that's crazy. It's the craziest oh, thing. Yeah. But then the craziest part to me was what, what, what uh, Bill just said was that Michael Stipe um, walks in the background. For those of you who don't know Michael Stipe, because I mentioned him, I mentioned him and his band in one of my uh, honorable mentions was REM. This guy happens to walk right in to the, um, uh, he walks right into the, uh, uh, the VIP lounge. And he was, uh, and, and he, he was, it was, it was crazy. He right behind me, he's having a cup of coffee or something. He's like, how does this stock thing work on my phone? I'm over here in this conversation. Like, how, how does this thing work? I'm like, oh Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe. I'm flipping out. I'm flipping out. But anyway, um, yeah, getting back to Elton John though, because I listened to a lot of his music, and I saw when I saw him in concert, I was with two of my aunts and my cousin, and let me tell you, that is a three-hour show. But it didn't feel like three. I, I don't care if it was three more hours. Yeah, he was great. Probably one of the best concerts I've been to. Yeah, he was fantastic. Absolutely. Elton John at the Garden. Because actually, funny story, my mom, my parents, they got their tickets to see him like a year prior. So, oh, we're just going, we're going to see him in Boston. Like, oh, okay. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, but right. then I remember about a week or so later, I was with my aunt and uncles and all of them. We were at a family gathering and they're like saying, yeah, we might go see him in um, New York City. City. Like, really? And they're like, do you want to go? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, please thank me. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. I said, well, we'll keep it Dutch. But um, he, and then like a few days later, she texted me, goes, hey, Bill, you want to go see Alton John with us on March 6th at the garden? I'm like, yeah let's go yeah but anyway his show is absolutely amazing i yeah. love his music him and bernie toppin are absolutely great um and you know even a lot of his musical theater stuff like jt's favorite the lion king um shut up but also what i think is very underrated is his musical version of his musical adaptation of of Verdi's opera Aida, which is absolutely great. It's very underrated in my opinion. Go listen to it when you get the chance. But um, yeah, I love Elton John. He is an absolute treasure. He is. He really is. And you know what's funny, Bill? Oh my God, he's your number four, isn't he? He's my number four as well. So we covered it. We basically covered the same thing. <laughs> in this category, yes, but go on. Oh my God! All right, yeah, but my so my number four is Elton John. How convenient! How convenient! Oh, how convenient is that? I know. I'm, I'm. I swear to you, this is not planned out. It's completely by chance. You know what? I just want to say before we go on, I we've only had a few similarities so far. I thought it was going to be much similar. 
I know. I actually surprised as well, to be honest. I'm surprised. I thought this was gonna our list were gonna be much more similar. Yeah, but we have very diversity. Diversity, yeah. All right, go on. Oh, and, and by the way, Matt joined us. Oh, Matt's here. Hey, buddy. We were just we were just hoping that you came. Good to see you, pal. All right, what do we got? Let's see. Right, you want me to go first for number three? Is that right? Yeah, well, don't you have anything to say more about Elton John? Or? Other than my aunt works for him. That's about it. Okay, so do you want to like... Okay, so what's your number three? Since, yeah, we'll switch the mode up here. All right, sure. All right. I had to check. You didn't see that, right? I did not see anything. Good. Because this is my number three. Oh, I forgot to put them on my... I would have put them on honorable mention. I love this band. For those of you who hate it, you can go fuck yourself. Wait, people All right? hate you too? Some people do. Some people, some people give them death threats. You all can go screw yourselves up your butt. I and they're my ass. countrymen. They're from the Emerald Isle, known as Ireland. Ireland. I saw Irish. Gosh, Malati. This, <laughs> this band, is on, to me, is on, the, is on the list of all-time greats. What I mean by that is they have had... Listen. They speak what they want to speak. They do what they want to do. And they're not afraid to show up and show off what they love. They have released two of the best albums or several of the greatest albums, not just hit singles, but albums of all time with The Unforgettable Fire, The Joshua Tree, War, Octung Baby. And there's like they're probably their four biggest albums. I'd say Rattle and Hum is probably thrown up there as well. Uh, oh, and Matt is going to chime in on the chat board. I see now. Um, listen, th this band has, is amazing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're kind of stupid. Because this bit, if you, if you, listen, if, if, I, if someone, someone, someone came up to me and said, how would you rank the YouTube? How, how would you like, get into YouTube? And I'd say, well, the first thing first, listen to the Joshua Tree. Listen to that. No, I should listen to that first. Then uh, Octung Baby. Then, uh, then Unforgettable Fire. Then War. And then go from there. Uh, pick and choose. Actually, I'm, for the fifth one, I might say throw Songs of Experience in there, which is their most recent album, which actually was really good. So, uh, I, I love you two too. My favorite song, I think, has got to be um, it's from the um album All You Can't Leave Behind. Which one is it? Two. I have two. One is Beautiful Day. I love that one. I love it. And the second one is. The second one is a song that I think is very underrated. It's called Walk On. I do like that one, actually. I it's think it's very, very underappreciated. It is. It actually is very underappreciated. Stay safe tonight. I think it's very underrated. It is. It, it's very good, though. I like that one. Yeah. So that's your number three, right? That's my number three artist of all time. If anyone has a problem with that, I have no problem with that. Here's my number three. <laughs> no problem with that. From Long hey. Island, Mr. Billy Joel. Oh, we're getting closer and closer. Jesus Christ. I. Okay. Now I'm about to say something extremely controversial. A lot of people would ask me, 
Billy Joel or Elton John. As much as I love Elton John that he just heard, I gotta say Billy. I actually like Billy Joel better. Go ahead, fight me. But no, I just, as much as I love Elton John, Billy Joel, I, I feel like I like a lot of the simplicity of his music, if that makes sense. I feel like I, I, I like a lot of the more simplicity in his music. He's a very he's a complex artist with simple techniques. Yeah, I think his lyrics are great. Um, who doesn't like Uptown Girl? Of course, I like song. um. Here's a song that I think is underrated. That's actually from that exact same album. Which one? And ironically, it was the number one hit. Tell her about it. Yeah, I feel like that song doesn't. Really, and the funny thing is, tell her about it was the number one hit. Um, Uptown Girl only went to like number three. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah. Um, but also, Piano Man. I'll admit, I like it, but it's a little. Okay, folks, we can admit Piano Man can get a little overplayed. It can, unless it's nine o'clock on a Saturday every day. Regular crowd shuffles in, but um, I. New York State of Mind, I think, is a great one. Um, I also, my favorite Billy Joel song has got to be Only the Old Die Young. Really? That's your that's favorite, my favorite Billy Joel song, Only the Good Die Young. But um, I, the thing is with, um, and with, um, like I said, the simplicity of his music makes good. And one of my favorite, um, have you ever, there is a documentary, I forgot what the name of it is, but it's about when Billy Joel went to go play in Russia in the 80s. Um, I forgot the name of it, JT. If I remember it, I'll let you know. Um, but he went to go play Russia in the 80s, and there was a, there was a um, when he was playing the piano, when he was playing a song, he was playing that song, Sometimes Your Fantasy, you know, Sometimes Your Fantasy. Can I flip the keyboard over? Yeah, and he's like, He's yelling to the guy in the back who's screwing around with the lights. Go, stop it! In the cut it out. Sometimes you're fantasy. Let me do my show for Christ's sake. And then that was in that was in Russia. That was in the Russia show. Let me see if I can find that actually. That was in the Russia show, and he just like got pissed and flipped over his piano and just like smashed his piano. And in that, and what's so funny is afterwards, he was saying that a bunch of Russians Russian students came up. He said a bunch of Russian students came up and they thought it was part of the show. They're like, oh, that was so cool. Are you going to smash anything tomorrow? Because again, they thought it was part of the show. And he's like, well, we can find, we'll Look find something. Look at this. This is, what, this is what Bill's talking about, ladies and gents. He's talking about this right here. <laughs> yeah, but um, he definitely doesn't move like that anymore. But look at that. That's a microphone as a baseball bat. But I love Billy Joel. Um, love that guy too. Music so is great. fantastic. It's iconic, iconic music that it spanned generations. People today know who he is. People like people our age, Bill, know who he is. People who like are, um, you know. Well, let me tell you, because I went to college with a bunch of folk from Long Island, because he's from Long Island. What they say about him? They like, oh, I love Billy Joel. Because coming from Long Island and not liking Billy Joel is like heresy. Yeah, oh yeah, I can imagine. That. And also from our friend Matt, "Keeping the Faith" is my Billy Joel favorite Billy Joel song. I don't think I've heard that one. 
What you know, my favorite one is what matter of trust. Oh, that's a good one. That's my favorite Billy Joel song. Come at me, world, fight me. Okay, you're number two. Well, the number one's gonna be no surprise after this, but this is my number two. The boss. The boss. I was just about to reread his autobiography earlier today, but then it's gonna work. Um, his music to me speaks to not just people, like people of his era, like from the seventies and eighties and early nineties and all that stuff. It speaks to generations. And he, when he's dead, like songs that he wrote then will still be relevant to people then of of that time later on. It's iconic. He is. He is an iconic figure uh, and his band. Listen, uh, let me just clear something right now. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. It's not just Bruce Springsteen and it's not just the E Street Band. It's Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. It's Bruce Spring. It's uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It's Neil Young and Crazy Horse. It's Bob Dylan and the band. It's the Sex Pistols. It's the Rolling Stones. Bob Marley and the Whalers. It's the Dave Ru- Dave Rubrick and his quartet. The end is probably the most important part of this because he told the story with the E Street Band that is n- that could not have been any more successful with without the E Street Band he would be nothing. And I just want to point that out to a lot of people is that he he is. His him and his band are the legendary. And by the way, Bill, remember what I was telling you? How like Rolling Stone magazine had that in, that thing where they talked about the best live bands to go see. Yeah. Number ten was Kiss. Number nine was Grateful Dead. Number eight was Pearl Jam. Number six. There's number seven was. I forget number seven. I think number seven might have been like no. Number seven was Queen. Six was. Six was uh, Led Zeppelin. No, yeah, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, The Who, The Rolling Stones, and who was number one? My, I, I had to say about Bruce Springsteen is I heard he plays like four-hour shows. Is that correct? That's correct because but he was number one on that list. He was there. Let me tell you with Bruce Springsteen now. Um, the ball with um. I think my favorite song about by him is Hungry Heart. It's a great song. I also like Born to Run, who doesn't? It's my favorite song of all time. Really? All time. So um, my other my other one, but you know what? I actually don't think his like modern stuff is that bad either. Yeah, you know, he really this thing, let me jump down to it. Hold on if I can find it. I think uh, I think a lot of his modern stuff. I love a lot of his modern stuff. Like The Rising was a great album. Oh, right. The Rising is such a great song. Uh, um, magic. That album, I like the song. What is it? My City of Ruins. Yes. Magic. Here's the thing. The thing about Magic is that Magic was his uh, album in 2007. This one right here. Uh, that I'm showing you guys. That album is his last great album, in my opinion. I, I liked a lot of this stuff, but like as far as a great album goes, it's this one right here. Um, it's it has my it has my, my it has my like fifth favorite Bruce Springsteen song, "Girls in Their Summer Clothes." Actually, what about um, the Wrecking Ball? 
Wrecking Ball is really good too. I like that one too. That was released in 2012, eight years ago. Hard to believe. Um, I love Wrecking Ball. Uh, my favorite song off that album is Land of Hope and Dreams. I love that song. He closed out the set with that one. Yeah. And um, I actually got to say something funny about um, Bruce Springsteen. I'm not trying to get political here, but um, Bruce Springsteen is a big was a big Obama supporter. Yeah, of course. And um, you know he campaigned for him, and he didn't really campaign for him in 2012 because of um, Hurricane Sandy. And one of the funniest things is with uh, with him and Obama was um, is oh. Obama went to um, the Jersey Shore like months after the hurricane to see how, how progress is, and he made and he quoted a Bruce Springsteen song. Said the only person I have to call boss. <laughs> That's right. The only person I have to call boss. He's the only person I got to call the other than the first lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone. Before the hate comes, we're not trying to get political. I just thought that was a fun story. Um, it, was, it was pretty funny. But yeah. Um, I think um, now I like Bruce Springsteen. I it, the thing is is I would go see him, but he's not like one of those things that oh, if I don't listen to him, I'm gonna die. You know what I mean? Yeah, I recommend you see him though, definitely. I will. Because when okay. I saw when I saw him, he played for a record-setting three hours and fifty-eight minutes, nonstop. Mind you, he there was like a two an encore like break. He never left the stage though. For like he was on, he was off. off it was the stage went black for like a thirty seconds. Matt, okay, Matt just said Bruce Springsteen is fantastic. He would be in my top three artists at least. Matt, we have a challenge for you in the next couple minutes. Give us your top favorite artist. Doesn't have to be in any order. Just give it to us, Matt. Your mission, quoted Mission Impossible, JT. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, if you choose to accept it, give us your favorite artist. You have, we're counting on you, Matt, here. Don't let us down. Do not let us down here, Matt. The ball's in your court, buddy. We're going to go on, and you better give us that list. We are excited to hear it. Okay, now that now that we gave Matt his homework assignment, which he better do, because remember, Matt, you can't eat. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Yeah, Pink Floyd reference, but okay. get to me? work, buddy. Get to work. Okay, my – okay, can I go on to my number two now? Yeah, go ahead. My number two, Journey. Really? I didn't even think of that. I, okay, let the comments begin. Well, they're a cheesy 80s band. Okay, shut the hell up. 70s band, too. You gotta forget yeah. about that. Yeah, okay, like, I love, like, who doesn't love Don't Stop Believing? Of course. That is, like, probably one of, if not my favorite song. But, um, I love Don't Stop Believing. Love open arms. I love um, separate ways. Let me tell you, my second favorite Journey song. I think it's a very underrated one. It's called "Be Good to Yourself." 
I love that song. It's so I good. Like that song doesn't get as much attention as like any way you want it. Don't stop it's believing. Oh, so fun though. What'd you say? It's so fun. Be good to yourself when nobody else will. But anyway, um, I've seen them in concert. It was my birthday slash graduation gift when I graduated college. I saw them at Mohegan Sun. It was absolutely amazing. They put on a hell of a show. And I know you've been, and you know what? And this was with, of course, with Arnell Pineda instead of Steve Perry. I, I, Arnell, is, I've seen Journey. Arnell is very good. Yeah. Arnell actually does sound a lot like Steve Perry. He starts, he sounds a lot like Steve Perry. But I will say, I think Arnell Pineda's voice is a little lower. I think his voice is a little deeper. I don't know what you think, but. Arnell's voice is definitely as close as you're going to get. Yeah, but like I said, if you play them back to back, the only difference I'll say again is I think Arnell Pineda's voice is a little deeper. I think his voice. Yeah, I, know. I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, let me, let me look. But, um, but if you play them back to back, they sound like eerily similar. Oh yeah! Didn't they release an album? Where they released, they re-recorded stuff. I don't know exactly, but um, yeah, I love Journey is a classic band of the '80s. I love them. I know a lot of people have mixed opinions about them, but I absolutely love them. Okay, so what's um? All right, number one. Uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay, my number one. And this, like I said, this list changes day to day. This may be number one today. I didn't think it's journey. That's pretty good. It may be tomorrow, maybe number three. But my number one, JT's number five, the Beatles. Oh my God. Like I I'm gonna probably pretty much repeat everything you said, but um I think their lyrics are just timeless. Like I was actually having this talk with my buddy the other day. And he was saying, like, the lyrics are just so timeless. Yeah. And just, they really, and listen, even if you're not really into their music, you have to admit, they started a cultural phenomenon. And this was, they are just absolutely, I love them. Um, my favorite album, probably to toss up between Sgt. Pepper and Abbey Road. Yeah. So those are, that's a toss-up for me. Um, favorite songs, I'm not even going to list because picking your favorite Beatles song is like picking your favorite relative. Or if you have kids, it's like picking your favorite child. But, but um, yeah, I just think they just started such a phenomenon. Their lyrics are timeless. The music is great. And here's now... The question. Do you remember that question I asked? I reminded you to ask me. No. <laughs> okay, my favorite solo Beatles, you said yours was Paul McCartney? Yes, Paul McCartney. Mine is God Rest His Soul, John Lennon. Really? I think his, I've been to the, have you been to the, um, the Memorial at Central Park, the Imagine Circle? I haven't. No, I have, I've been meaning to go though. When this thing settles down, we're going. Oh, of course. I'll go with you. But That's it's like good. just so, it's 
eerie, but it's beautiful. It's like, but, and also I've been to the, the Dakota. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I remember just going, I remember just um, going there um, and I'm like thinking, holy shit, like, this is where it happened. Lennon getting, you know. Shot, I'm like, oh my God, Chapman was standing right here. Lennon was standing over there. This is, wow. Yeah, yeah. Not that I was happy about this, but it's just, wow, that you're standing right where it happened. You're standing in history, right. And also, okay, love John Lennon. I also, I think he's really underappreciated. George Harrison. I got my mind set on you. I got my mind. I George Harrison was very, un, is very underappreciated. He really is. I think he really is underappreciated. Um, uh, yeah, Matt, we want those at the end of the stream, and we'll read them out for everyone. <laughs> yeah, we're putting you on the spot here, buddy. There's no way to escape it. But anyway, um, yeah. But anyway, um, what you were saying, but um, yeah, and I think what makes it even shocker is um, I've actually have seen both Paul McCartney, which we were at the same show. You're at the same show. It's I think a- you follow me. What? I think you follow me to concerts sometime. I think you follow me to concerts. A I was with Justin. Weird. Uh. And and I remember you texted me and um, we were talking. Are you here? He's like, yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm, no, actually, I remember you posted on Facebook and I said, I'm going to be there too. And he's like, no. No way. And how I got the ticket to that concert is actually hilarious. Um, Justin texted me, goes, hey, you want to go see Paul McCartney? At first, I was a little eerie because I was supposed to go up to Binghamton to see my brother for family weekend. Sorry, Dan. And then, and then, and then I texted him with, "Hey, Dan, sorry, I'm not going to see you at family weekend." He goes, "Why?" I'm like, "I'm going to see Paul McCartney at the Garden." He's like, "Dude, I'm sorry." He goes, "No, no, no. I can see you any old time. You can see me any old time. Go see Paul McCartney because my brother knows how big of a Beatles fan I am." That's funny. Yeah. He's like, "Go see, go see Paul McCartney." Like I. He knows how big of a Beatles fan I am. And he goes, go. And when I saw him in concert, and you were there too, and you could probably say the same thing. I remember the moment he stepped on stage, not one person was sitting. Oh, it's great. It was fantastic. Not one person in that arena was sitting. Do you remember the first song he played? Hard Day's Night. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. When they hear that note, the and everyone's ah, everyone lost their minds that night. But it was like that was, and that was like a three-hour show as well. And I remember after he played "Hey Jude," and he comes back on with the guitar, and he's like, "You guys want to hear more?" I'm like, "Yeah, hey, okay." And and then I remember the last one was, "Okay, this is the last one we're going to play because we gotta go home." No, which means you gotta go home. Go, but um, but yeah, um, yeah, that and I also saw Ringo in concert too. I have tickets for him, <laughs> yeah. I thought, um, I it was actually kind of funny. It was, um, after one song, um, I think it was to the guy from Santana, he's like, okay, you get to choose the next song, and then he plays the opening notes to Day Trip, and he's like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to play that one. <laughs> but um yeah i but the beatles man they are the 
iconic. They're absolutely iconic. They're fantastic. And that's why they're my number one. But like I said, with this list, it's subject to change. Tomorrow they could be number three. Yeah. Okay. JT, you're number look, one, please. Look at number look at Paul right there. Go look at him go. <laughs> Sorry, I had to look at those two. My number one, ladies and gents. It's going to come as a surprise, but if, if you know me, it might not be a surprise after all. Well, let's see. Bill, you ready? Ready. Can I get a drum roll, please? Louder. I can't hear it. My number one is Billy Joel. I know. Kind of a surprise. Slightly. Well, I knew your number one was going to either be Billy Joel or Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, to me, it always comes out. Like, to me, Springsteen, Born to Run is my favorite song of all time, but Billy Joel is my favorite artist of all time because that's how I bounce it out. Um, that's me. Billy Joel, what a guy. I uh, love this guy so much. He is, without a question of a doubt, one of the best singer-songwriters of all time. And he's just he's just fantastic. He, like, He's just a great... He also, he's one of the only people of his time that wrote all of his own songs by himself. He composed all the music, and he, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like also, plus, let me, let me just show you the guy something new. He wrote four, four albums, and then he broke through to the mainstream audience, so I can get to it. He wrote out one, two, Cold Spring Harbor, Piano Man, Three Life Serenade, Turnstiles, The Stranger, and then the stranger broke him out. Um, so, but I will say that my favorite Billy Joel album, if you were to ask me today, it would probably be like, if you asked me today, say, what's your favorite Billy Joel album? I'd say, The River of Dreams, his last album. In the middle of the night. And by the way, he, he is at Madison Square Garden every, every month. Um, not now, of course, but you know he's, he's there every month and you can just see him there. Again, um, thanks, COVID. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Uh, he's great. Uh, this all songs and written and composed by Billy Joel. This album has an arc to it that it really applied to me later on in life. I'm trying to go into it for a second. Over the course of this album, he all songs written and composed by Billy Joel. Right, um, No Man's Land is a this. Side one of the CD starts out on a rage, and then Shades of Grey, he starts to see, like, some no different colors and things. <laughs> Not everything is black and white. All About Soul, Lullaby and River Dreams, like, it's kind of like finding his faith again in, the, in, um, in humanity. Because he made this album really pissed off. Yeah, like, because, um, you know, fun thing about the song Lullaby, it's yeah. actually... um. The story of how he wrote it is actually interesting, but it's kind of sad at the same time. Like, like um, his daughter one day asked him, Daddy, what happens when you die? Oh, yeah. No, I remember that. And he goes, and see, when you die, you go into other people's hearts. And the thing was, because this was around the time when Billy Joel and Christine Brinkley were, um, were splitting. And she thought, she was thinking, oh my God, daddy, are you going to leave me? 
And that was that song to basically comfort her saying he's never going to leave her. Yeah. The way he described it was he described it as like people would go, um, um, that when you die, you go into other people's hearts and you, they carry you with them through their lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But if you ask me today, what because if the Strangers a classic album, the Fifty Second Street Glass House is. Oh, I, love, love, I actually have the Strangers on vinyl. Strangers have, on vinyl. Bill, can you hold on for one second? Sure. I'm gonna just do something really quick. Hold on. Okay. Um, totally off script. This is totally off script, ladies and gentlemen. I wonder what he's getting. Remember, if you rubbish through my house, you have to wear a mask. That's my only request. Okay, this is what I got. I just want to show you, because you, you keep going on and on and on about your, your vinyl and stuff. So hold the phone. Ready? Let's see it. That's the piano man. Piano man. This might come as a surprise, but Street Life Serenade. Hmm. It has the entertainer on it. Ooh. So, uh, oh, I'm in the New York state of mind. Oh, love that song. Uh, oh, and of course, Stranger. And also on that Turnstiles album, you know what song I think is very underrated? What? The opening song, Say Goodbye to Hollywood. Oh, it's so good. Say goodbye to Hollywood. This was owned by CBS Records. 52nd Street Serenade. See? Yeah, I see it. This is this has never been played. Take that, Bill. I just did. You may be right. I may be crazy. But you just may be the lunatic you're looking for. And we're living here in Allentown. Oh, Uptown Girls on this one. Yeah, and that's also tell her about it too. Yep. Matter of Trust is on here. Your favorite song. Yes. Took a while to get them. I'm working on getting another two. A three, actually. I'm missing Cold Spring Harbor. Anyways. But yeah, Billy Joe is my favorite artist of all time. And uh, yeah. Okay, so that's the list. And I got to that making that list was really tough, buddy. It was really hard. That was really difficult. Like I said, I had to leave some people off that I feel guilty about. Yeah, I know. It was a, it's a crime to not mention like Motley Crue and whatever, you know. I don't really a big into Motley Crue, actually. I, 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 there's some songs I like, but I'm not like, you know. I'm just saying, you know what I mean. Yeah, okay. Well, um, anything else, or is that a wrap? I think that's it. I think we're good, Bill. Okay. Matt, we will. We expect your list. 
with punctuation, <laughs> grammar, and everything. Actually, no, we don't expect that. But um, nah, like he said, he's gonna give it to the end of the stream, and he did say Beatles and Billy Joel are both very good choices for number one. Thank All right. You. So okay, Thanks. like I said, this is just our opinion. You disagree with us? That's your that's your opinion. Everyone's entitled to their own. But ultimately, it's what you have to say. Jump down in the comments section below. Share your thoughts. What are some of your favorite artists of all time? Was yes. it some more contemporary people like Ed Sheeran or Adele? Or would you say people like the more classical people like we listen to, like Billy Joel or Elton John? Or Shout out to the comments section below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Whatever you like. So, But for, all, for this episode of Mixed Bag, Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure. All right. And until next time, everyone, we'll 